What is going on, guys? It is time for another episode of the Chasing Waypoints podcast. Been a good week. Very productive Sunday. Late in the day, I was hoping to get a chance to record an episode earlier today, but was not able to do that. We tried, though. We tried. It happens. So, what was I up to all day, you ask? Well, let's fill you in. It is episode number 40 of the Chasing Waypoints podcast, and we've got some changes, and we've got some stuff going on. Turn down the party a little bit, so no guests this time around, so did not get a chance to sit down and talk with anybody. Like I said, today was a super busy day, but I had a lot of fun. Leaked it out on Facebook earlier, so if you were following us on Facebook... Uh, you already saw and already know what we are going to talk a little bit about today. And that is changing, changes, things, and stuff. So, long-winded intro and all of this other stuff, but let's talk about it. So, we have been working on a couple different things, right? So, working on growing the channel and doing different things, growing the podcast. Uh, we are very well and actually nearing the 10,000 plays across all the platforms. So I'm absolutely excited about that. 10,000 people, 10,000 plays across all of uh, the different networks that we are on, you know, Apple, Apple, Google, uh, podcast. I don't know. There's um, Spotify is a huge one. And so I'm, you know, I'm excited, but I'm looking forward to the future. You know, Hey, what are the things that we could do to help grow the channel and get this up, you know, get this growing and get this, you know, getting bigger. Well, One of those things in talking about a common theme that we've been talking about along and turning down the party here very professionally, like if it was, you know, my job, my day job. Um, So anyway, so basically is we've been talking, I've talked with different people. Um, There's been a reoccurring theme in all of the podcast episodes uh, when we talk about bivouacs and continuing, um, you know, that feeling, that vibe, right? Everybody in the bivouacs, everybody gets along. It's just kind of a like, you know. It was race day during the day, and now it's time to unwind. The bike is prepped. The road books will be out, you know, and, and everybody's just kind of unwinding and and talking about the day's events and bench racing and, you know, getting ready for tomorrow. And, you know, so it's, it's a very interesting dynamic, and I think that it is very, very uh, interesting to see people in, in that habitat, right, in that thing. So, well, how do you get that to not end at the end of the event and so there's a lot of forums and there's a lot of stuff and there's facebook groups and you know emails and newsletters and uh, you know could do all of this stuff but the one that i've liked the most is is the forum concept and so with that being said uh today we launched formally the bivouac so that's what i'm calling it it is the forum on chasingwaypoints.com. Uh, We're calling it the bivouac, and there's a couple of functions for it. So one, uh, you've got the uh, the main, you know, the forum functions. So that's going to be an area for uh, the rally raids here in North America. Uh, maybe later on we expand it to the rest of the world and, and help get, you know, recognition for the local events. But the big thing is, is that for North America, 
is a place where we can get these rally raid events um, to start posting their info. And so what I want to do is create basically a thread for each event uh, where information is basically relayed uh, to potential participants and things that they should watch out for and things that, you know, you know, hey, these are the things that you need. Um, and then I want to be able to have an area and and have people talk about their experiences at these rallies. So whether it was the last event um, or, you know, the, within the last couple of events, these events change over the years and they, they grow into different animals. And as they continue to grow, more people visit them. And so we want to try and get a picture of, you know, what a newbie would expect. So ultimately what I would like to get to is a point where we can Basically, it's just put down a budget, right? Okay, if we were leaving San Diego and we were going to go race this event or we were going to go participate in this event, you know, what's the budget like? What kind of uh, preparation do I need on the bike? You know, what are the things to take? Uh, what, you know, what should I show up with? What should I not show up with? Hey, I'm crossing an international border. What do I need to know about that? And so, of course, there's always going to be uh, items and things and stuff that changes and, and all of that. But you know what, if we can get a lot of the details out and, and handled, um, it will make it easier for new people to get into the sport. They have a way of planning. And then not only that, but it also, um, gives a way to get more people to the events, a meeting place for them, uh, where people can get together and then go, you know, go as a caravan. You know, I love doing that when we go to the Baja races, you know, is turn into a caravan and make sure that, you know, you're not riding on your own uh, into those or some of these places. So that's that's one aspect of it. The next one, of course, is is the ability to have a place where people can do the tech talk, right? I'm, I'm setting up a bike. What do I need to know about it? Uh, you know, what? why would I pick this bike over the other? What oil should I run? You know, all of that stuff. So there is an inherent danger when it comes to creating a forum and being as part of a forum. And that's of course the naysayers and the, not the naysayers, the haters, the, the people that have a very strong opinion. And the goal behind the bivouac is, is that at the races, it is a very professional environment. You know, every, yeah, everybody lets loose and there's some rivalries there and there's some stuff going on. But the idea is, is that, Everybody's in a behaves in a professional manner. And I want this to be kind of an extension of that, you know, where where it's good information. Everybody is welcome. It's not a you know, it's not a pissing contest. It's not about trash talking events. It's not about doing any of that kind of stuff. It's more the end goal. Right. Everybody that I think is listening to the channel and listening to the podcast and we've talked and you guys have heard the whole idea behind this is to grow the rally raid sport here in the U.S., and in North America. And the only way that that's going to happen is, is that we, we band together, we create these events as a group, we travel to these events and cover these events. I'm trying to commit to next year being able to travel to the events and do things live and bring more information and do that kind of stuff. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I mean, and this is getting, you know, um, it, it's getting some traction. I'm watching the numbers grow. I mean, it, you know, when I was talking about a BMW F850 GS versus a KTM 790 uh, 39 episodes ago, um, I really, I didn't know where this was going. I didn't have an, I listened to it, right? I didn't have an intro. I didn't have an outro. I didn't have all this stuff. But, you know, it's come such a long way. And more importantly, that coming such a long way is I've met so many great people and had the chance to talk to so many great people. So, I want to continue that and I want to be able to have a place where people can continue to grow that and 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 put in their two cents. Um, 
you know, I, I've seen what happens on other forums. Uh, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed that everybody coming over or coming into this is going to be uh, open-minded and, and there to help the people and talk about these events. Because, again, like I said, it's up to us to make these this sport grow here in the United States. So, uh, and North, I say United States, but North America. And, and there's some stuff, you know, that we're working on, right? So some more events. I've got the three... Uh, the three basic events right now, right? We've got the um, Baja Rally, we've got Sonora Rally, and we've got the Kota Rally. Uh, those are the three events that are up right now. Uh, we're going to start adding some more events as I get with the organizers of those events, and and we can get information and share and that kind of stuff. And so, the end goal being is is that just like when we started the the starting from zero stuff, right, and getting into road books and getting into the sport. The idea is, is that somebody that's new to the sport should be able to come onto the website, come onto the forum, look up the information for the, say, Sonora Rally, and figure out, okay, I'm going to need this much time off of work. Um, this is the varying terrain, so I got to make sure, you know, in my training, I include riding in rocks and sand and big sand dunes and stuff like that. Uh, what tires am I going to take? You know, all of that stuff. And just kind of to pre-plan it, right? Um it's better when you walk into something and you kind of know what to expect than going in 100% blind. And so hopefully with what we can put um, on the website on, you know, through chasingwaypoints.com and then also in in the forum, the bivouac, uh, the bivouac from now on, as I will call it. Um, once we could get more information in on the bivouac, that is the goal is the goal is to be able to get people to uh, get to these events, be better prepared for them and and. And just go from there, right? So, uh, like I said, is aside from um, aside from the rally raid events and stuff like that going on, uh, I want to do also in the general discussion. We'll do the bike builds, right? The people that are building bikes and stuff to do that. Um, you know, what what kind of equipment do they need? What are they doing? If there's a technical question, I can't figure this out or whatever it is. That'll be the spot to ask that kind of stuff. Uh, training. All right. I got all this stuff on my bike. I made the investment. What do I do next? You know, what, what, what can I do to start my journey into this rally raid world? And then, and then from there, of course, the introductions, right? We want to know who's on the website and who, or who's on the bivouac and all of that. And so, um, and the goal is, is that, you know, again, it turns into a bigger community and basically you go to this event, you already talked on the forum, you know who they are. Um, I, it took me, it probably took me about two hours to figure out which platform I was going to use, uh, on the chasing waypoints website for this. Um, and really neat deal with this forum in particular is, is that it does. Um, and I don't know, I, I actually don't spend a lot of time on the forums like I used to back when I used to work for, um, and transaxles, this was years ago. Uh, one of the things that I did do was get on the forums and help answer questions and do that kind of stuff. And let me tell you, it wears thin quickly. Um, there's a lot of opinions. There's a lot of stuff and all that. And, you know, it just kind of left a taste in my mouth that I just really wasn't, you know, happy with. And so I decided that, you know what, I'm, I'm going to back out. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I haven't really been active in the forums in, in, in such a long time. But, you know, I think that this this community and this group, um, it, it, it's a little bit different. So I'm looking forward to seeing this grow. Um, but, uh, like I said, just, you know, doing the introduction. So this is just going to be a continuation of the bivouac, you know, basically you finish an event, you were in the bivouac, finish an event. Now you got another place to continue to talk about it or reach out or try and find somebody that was at the event that, you know, you just, you know, you're trying to get connected with. Um, and then the other way around, right. 
traveling to the event and all that stuff. Uh, one of the neat features of this uh, particular forum that I chose or this this platform uh, for it is is that it does offer instant messaging. So you can do instant instant messaging rather than like a direct message, like an email. You could actually open up a peer to peer chat uh, in this. So it's actually pretty cool. Um, so. I'll be. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you guys now. You're probably going to see um, some ads and stuff like that. I am working on that because it does. Uh, it does cost me a little bit of money to keep this website going, and then now with this platform uh, going, so you guys will be seeing uh, probably seeing a couple of ads, but uh, nothing too major. Yeah, I will not do pop-ups because pop-ups drive me nuts. Um, but most of the stuff will probably be like affiliate links or whatever. So if you click on it, you go to buy something. It's just going to be like a commission. You won't pay anything extra. Uh, it's just they give me a commission for putting that link on there. So there's the disclosure on that one. Um, and then, yeah, and and from there, you know, we'll, we'll see where it grows into. But, you know, I'm, I'm excited that we're getting to 10,000 looks or 10,000 listens uh, across the platforms. We're growing. We're putting this uh, we're putting the bivouac up on the website. Uh, it'll be a meeting place for people to talk. And then, you know, we'll grow and we'll start listing some more events. I know I got a couple events back east that I got to look into and, and get some more information on. So definitely going to be working on that um, as well. So there's a lot going on um, and I'm, you know, trying to keep up. This isn't the day job yet. So uh, I'm definitely looking for, um, you know, for, for some help. People want to jump on the forums and, and start some topics and stuff like that and answer. And, you know, this is going to be the place to go. And so I'll be extending invites to a lot of the guys in the industry um, you know, Chris, Chris from Moto Minded, um, you've got guys, uh, Matthew from Rally Motor Shop, get him up there. Um, you know, Chris over at Rottweiler as well. You know, he's got some experience building some stuff, putting bikes together and that's, and some very competitive bikes together. Um, so, you know, it, just start leaning on some of these people that are, that are experts in it. And, and the goal again being is let's help more people get into these events, right? What are the, some of the things that we could be doing, uh, to help more people get into, uh, the sport. So that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to be after. That was basically my entire day, uh, was looking at that and researching that and, and, you know, trying to figure out what to put up, uh, for first topics. So this is an open invite, uh, very easy to get to just go to chasingwaypoints.com And then you look up at the top and you will see, uh, it's basically is the home. Uh, you've got shop blog, then you've got chasing waypoints podcast. And then very right next to it, you've got the bivouac. Uh, so you go ahead and click on that. Give it a second and it'll load the forum. Uh, go ahead and sign up for it. And that will uh, that will get you in there and uh, do your introduction and stuff. So so that is uh, that was the bulk of what we did today uh, was getting this forum set up. And so looking forward to it. Uh, more future plans and more things. I know we've been talking a little bit about it is uh, I am working on going mobile, so we're going to start doing some coverage. We had the SoCal Roadbook Rally that wrapped up, I believe, wrapped up last night uh, for these guys. And so uh, we'll be reaching out to Dan Bart uh, and Mason Klein and see uh, see how that event went and then also talk. I know that, uh, that Chris was there uh, for Moto Minded. We had, um, let's see, who else did we have? I think Matthew Glade made it, made it down. I know he was trying to get down across the border, uh, you know, coming from Canada uh as well and so so a bunch of other people were there so I'm, I'm looking forward to talking to them and see how that went uh i saw some of the stuff that mason posted and it was pretty cool uh in the areas and the terrains and stuff like that uh so we'll do that um then i know that uh if you guys didn't already see if you guys aren't following them yet you may want to do so uh you have dave black couch to dakar 
uh, he was doing a training school with uh, with Jimmy Lewis, so doing some navigation training and stuff like that. So uh, definitely want to check in with him. If you haven't followed him, you want to follow him uh, to keep up with what he is doing. And so the goal, again, we're, we're, we're just going to grow these events. And so uh, traveling next year, getting that done, um, we have got uh, this, uh, the bivouac up, the forum there. Um, and then of course, and then it's, you know, we're getting into, we're getting into riding season. So, uh, 790 is, is pretty much done. Uh, just got to go out, ride it, mess with the clickers. And then we've got, uh, we have got a, uh, 501 Husky 501, uh, coming from the state of Washington. And I'm still trying to figure out how to get that thing down here. So, um, I think I might, might negotiate something with the parents <laughs> to get it down here. And my dad's been talking about wanting to do a road trip. So, uh, perfect excuse so that's uh that's coming uh gonna be looking forward to that setting that thing up you know i've already got some of the equipment for it i've got the roadbook reader i've got the uh, rns electronics uh gfx v2 um ready to go for it thumb switch all of that stuff already ordered from matthew the uh the cv switch that goes up on top so i can still have those controls over on the uh, that multifunction switch over on the left hand side so I'm I'm excited. I I really enjoy building bikes and 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 just tinkering and and making them you know perfect. So uh, I'm really looking forward to doing that and getting uh, getting some uh, getting some miles. You know, go do some riding, get some uh, suspension set up on that one as well. You know, and all that stuff. And now I'm pretty much a believer. Um, I, I definitely am going to say I was guilty of the uh, other suspension thing and always going sideways and and you know kind of skipping over that page in the catalog and making sure it had everything else, but never really did touch the suspension. I mean, I knew it was there. I just didn't do it. So, uh, this time around, um, I've been, I've been reaching out, talking to a couple of people, uh, believe these bikes do come stock with the four CS forks. It is a, uh, uh, Husky. It's a few years old. So, um, but very well taken care of. So I am looking forward to it and, and, and building that thing up and, and getting it ready, you know, just a basic bike, you know, I'm not going to try and go super, super fancy on it. Um, but what I do want is something that's set up and that could basically go run a rally raid. So I'm not a racer, but somebody else might want to race it or whatever. And I'll figure it out at that point. But in the meantime, uh, it'll be a good training bike and, and be able to do some of that stuff. So, so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff. So, uh, I'm curious to know where everybody's been riding and if anybody's been doing anything now that the summer months are over here in the States. Uh, I'm guessing winter months are coming in. I'm, I'm hearing reports of snows and, and stuff like that. California, Northern California right now getting beat up pretty good uh, on this Sunday night. Uh, so we'll see down here in San Diego. We'll see when it comes uh, comes down to. Um, and then we will, uh, I don't know, we're, we're going to see. You know, hopefully, hopefully we'll get some rain. You know, that... Uh, I know that uh, I, I haven't done it in a long time, but that ride to Mike's Sky Ranch is a lot of fun, except uh, when it's muddy. I know that last bit can be pretty gnarly, and so don't want to mess with that one. Uh, but the road to Laguna Hansen, though, because of the sandy section that it is, uh, when it rains, is actually hero dirt and a lot of fun. So uh, we'll see. Take the 790 out. It needs to eat. Poor thing. It's not a diet. You know, it's funny. I always forget to throw my car keys or my house keys in the uh, in the car. So I have to come through the garage. So it's like every day I open it up and there's the, you know, the Rottweiler fender eliminator staring at me, you know, as it as it slowly comes up. You know, it's like the the uh, I don't know, 
know, it's like uh, space balls, you know, you get the ship that's just coming slowly as the garage is just opening up ever so slowly. You know, you see the tire first and then the exhaust and then, you know, the license plate and all that is like, mm hmm. I, I, I should definitely ride this. And then as a subtle reminder, every time I walk by it, because it's just a little bit too close to the gar- to the wall uh, that, you know, that bump with the shoulder on the uh, on the Rottweiler kit for the mirrors, uh, the CRG arrow mirrors, you know, bump them and, and, of course, twist the mirror out of the way. And so they are folding, but eventually I'll remember to do that instead of bumping into it in the middle of the night, you know, or, you know, late in the afternoon when I'm clapped out and done. Um, so, yeah, so. I got to get that thing out. It's been parked in the garage for a little bit too long, and I got some clickers to mess with and and some stuff to do. Uh, so yeah, so that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be coming soon. I'm looking for something here. Uh, I wanted to do a quick shout out to Danny out of uh, Redlands. Uh, he got uh, set himself up with a uh, t-shirt and a hat and threw some stickers in there for him. So hope you're enjoying. I hope to see a a picture of you rocking that gear out and uh, out in the wild. Uh, and I. Thank you for listening and uh, and uh, getting that, picking up that T-shirt and hat. So I uh, really appreciate that. And then, uh, yeah, let's see what else we got going on here. So uh, SoCal Roadbook Rally finishing up. We've got the next up is the rally or the uh, ride over with Happy Dave in Vegas. Uh, that is going to be coming up soon. Let me uh, look up the details for that uh, so we can get that out there on the show. Uh, so if you guys didn't make the SoCal Roadbook Rally, uh, you should be able to or should be planning on making this ride out in um, uh, out in uh, Las Vegas. Excuse me. Typing and uh, and trying to talk at the same time and the mind is on overload here. So I think I'm running low on RAM. Uh, let me see. How. Let us find this information. Uh, there it is. Ride Happy Dave at Ride Happy Dave on Instagram is the one and here it is. Yes. So it is the Mason's fundraiser. Uh, that is going to be November 12th through the 14th. Uh, base camp is going to be in the Las Vegas area. Uh, if you want some more information on that one, please email Dave at ridehappy.net uh, for information and he will reach out to you. Um, and yeah, so be ready for some fun there and, uh, and get to hear some of the adventures. Uh, Mason Klein, coming off of a win over in uh, Morocco. Sure, he's got to be pretty stoked about that. So uh, you'll be able to tune in and check out, maybe ride with him. I know he was out riding this weekend, again, down at the SoCal Roadbook Rally. So uh, that will be pretty cool. So, yeah, I'm trying to think what else uh, What else we got going on. We got Roadbook stuff going. Uh, we got digital Roadbooks. Uh, let's see, what else did I see here? Oh, um, da, 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 da. I did, and I don't know if you guys caught this. I'm going to put the link in the uh, in the bio uh, for this, but um, there is a new movie coming out. Um, let me see here if I can get it. Uh, da, 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 da. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, we've got, uh, okay, yeah, so the movie coming out, and actually I believe the premiere is next week or this coming week. Uh, I have no idea if I'm going to be able to make it, which sucks because I really wanted to do it. But uh, let's do this for the first time ever. Let's see if we can listen to this uh, listen to this uh, trailer uh, on the show here. This is The Desert Said Dance.
that adrenaline you can never have anywhere else. It's not just a race. You never know what's going to happen. If you think you're going to come down here and beat Mexico, it'll absolutely bite you. We always have the joke, if you can make it without letting the bars touch you around, you're probably going to win. The moment I rode a motorcycle, I had that in my head, like, one day I want to race the Baja 1000, and that just became my lifelong dream. Missing a beat on a motorcycle, not building it properly, it's huge. It essentially comes almost nearly all taken apart and then reassembled. Having Colton build the bike, you have absolute confidence. People have been racing in this part of the desert since 1950s. You come across these things and you're just like, wow, how did that get here? Well, I go to bed and I think about racing my dirt bike. I wake up and I think about a dirt bike. I do it because it's the ultimate challenge. Uh, I race Mexico because I love it. There's two to 500 entries. There's motorcycles, quads, UTVs, trophy trucks. It's really a battle against Baja for each person acts. He's doing one of the coldest sections. Just when you think you've got it all figured out, it throws you a curveball. Just when you think you're loving it, you hate it again. You never give up. You have to keep pushing and do everything you can in your power to finish. 500 miles into a 1,000-mile race, you learn a lot about yourself. Every year, there are fatalities, and I think it's been like that forever. Austin, you probably cold. If it's not connecting, then we're not going to be getting any heli support. If I didn't have my dirt bike, I wouldn't be the same person that I am today. It's just the greatest race in the world. It really is. Unbelievable. So, got to give hats off to Monster Children Films on that one. Uh, producing that one. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I... Mojave Productions was also involved in that, and those are goosebumps. I I just I I'm always kind of been a really big fan of Baja movies and stuff like that, and uh, I could say I've actually had uh, the pleasure of hanging around uh, Colton Udall uh, back in my time at Baja Rally uh, and working with him and talking to him, and then talking to him after uh, we were looking at the possibility of building a bike. It just um, things for me personally didn't line up, uh, but. Uh, super, super pro. And then I know just recently at the Baja 400, um, uh, putting the hurting on the, uh, the one X team, putting, uh, him and Derek, I believe, uh, basically it was two against six and were able to pull off the win. So, uh, that was pretty cool. I know in, in the end, it was a technicality that, uh, that called the race and the, the, the finishing order changed. Um, I'm not going to pin or share my opinion on that any further of that. Cause I don't want to bring it up. But, um, as far as, uh, as far as that goes, it was a great race. And the way I see it is it took six people to try and keep up with two. So yeah, 
Uh, anyway, uh, not not taking anything away from the other team. I know that it is still uh, any one of those guys, uh, even if they were allowed to only go to second gear, I probably still couldn't keep up with them. So, uh, but I'm looking forward to the Baja 1000. It is going to be the Peninsula Run this year. Uh, we've also, uh, in talking, if you haven't already heard it, uh, the last episode uh, with Andy Kirker, one of the last episodes with Andy Kirker, talking about the Promoter Rally class. So really excited to kind of see how that shakes out. Um, you know, it, it's a new class, Peninsula Run. I think this is the time to do it. So uh, we will see, you know, how that goes. I know, actually, I think the deadline for signups was this past week. So uh, we'll see once the entry list comes out and that's posted. We'll see what that looks like. Uh, but I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's a new concept. There is a, there was a lot of people that I did talk to about it. Um, I did mention this on the last episode as well, uh, that we were talking a lot, you know, the safety thing kept coming up. Uh, but at the same time, there was a lot of people that also said, you know, Hey, this is uh, a cool concept. Right. And, and everybody was kind of that I've talked to on the score side is kind of well aware of like, okay, yeah, this isn't rally. They're not trying to make it a rally raid. This is just a new type of racing, a new type of class to do it. And I think that it's, um, I, I still believe that it is the future, uh, as more and more lock gates show up and as more and more the areas that we can race and ride in, uh, are, are starting to shrink. This may be a way to fight back in that, you know what, uh, um, the spectating will be limited. The, the environmental impact will be limited because the, the speeds may be slowed or, you know, will be slowed down. Um, you know, there won't be that, that trash and that stuff out in the middle of nowhere because you're not having to collect race course markers and things like that. And so I think that there's a lot, you know, a lot to this. Um, and, and speaking of which, you know, of, of areas closing down and things getting smaller and all that stuff, I was watching a video today, um, where they were talking with, uh, a couple people from, or was I one of the, the persons, I believe Jane was her name from AEO. Um, and they were talking about this new legislation stuff that's going on, you know, where, where basically no more, no more dirt bikes in 2022, everything's got to be ridden on a closed course or private property unless it's got a license plate or if it's got a green sticker, but the green sticker bikes is like maybe two. So, you know, it, it sucks to see that that's the way that it is going. Um, and that we're spending so much time tackling an industry that, you know, uh, you know, go, go, go pick 20 people off the street and, 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 and see how many of those 20 people actually ride dirt bikes, go pick a hundred, see how many of them actually ride dirt bikes. And is it really that impact? Is it really, you know, by those, whatever percentage that is, and I'll tell you, it's far from 50%, way less than 50%, but of those people, is it really like, are we really, are we really going to make an impact? And I understand about think small and big things happen and da, 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 you know, yeah, I gotcha. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you, you think about this, think you kind of think about it this way. I'm just going to go here. Okay. When you tune one of these bikes and you do all of this stuff is you want the thing to run right on the ragged edge you want it to be if you're tuning for performance you want to make sure so that it is that it is on point and no raw gas is coming out raw gas you're wasting it you don't you don't waste gas in these in these these sports but a car has a catalytic converter because there's unburnt fuels and things that it has to burn after the combustion happens in order to clean the air coming out now, you still don't want to go suck on an exhaust pipe because it's still harmful on both cases. But just think just think about that on the on the bikes. 
you don't necessarily now if it's a Harley, it's a whole nother deal. And there are some bikes that are out there that burn a lot of raw gas and all this. But for the most part, motocross, desert bikes, things like that, that's not what you need to be focusing on. You know, the, the <laughs> I can't help but laugh, but man, our Honda lawnmower is going to be expensive here in the next few months. The same thing, a gas engine on a lawnmower. That's it. Gone. Now, if you just didn't want them cutting the grass at six in the morning, your neighbor or whoever, the landscaping crew, whatever it was, you could have just told them you didn't have to go ban the whole engine. Right. But no, that's what we're going to do, because that's what makes sense. Right. We're going to ban the gasoline, the small gasoline engine uh, in in California, because that's going to make a difference. So. I think that if you really wanted to make an impact, we're going to have to go with just like how they do the cars. If it's legal in California, it's got to happen everywhere else. So if you're signing legislature in California to ban small gas engines, well, you know what? Why not just go ahead and take care of all 50 states at the same time? Because then you will make an actual impact. Right now, with this, you know, to be honest, a, a, a small powered gas engine, gas powered generators, uh, all of that stuff, all of that stuff is at stake. So now think about this as I live out in the in the eastern part of the city, uh, way out in the sticks. Well, when the power goes out out here, uh, what what do you do? Oh, we'll just go get a generator. Oh, well, it, you, well, if you're on solar, you wouldn't have that problem. Wrong. If you're on solar, you're still required to be able to disconnect. So when the power goes out, the power goes out, even if you are on solar, unless you've invested in a battery pack um, that's bolted to the house. You will not. And and a lot of people don't know that. And and it's a very simple thing. The reason that they want you to be able to be shut off when they shut off the power is very simple. They don't want the back the lines being backfed. And by backfed, your solar system is actually putting power back into the power grid when they're trying to shut it off because high wind warnings, uh, brownouts, because everybody's charging uh, their electric cars at the same time and running the AC at the same time or you know, all of this stuff that's going on. So definitely something that, that, you know, kind of have to take a step back and really actually consider it because I don't think that, uh, like other things that we've gone into and I'm definitely not going to go all full send political on this, but, uh, there is definitely a lot of things that feel like they're almost rushed into and they're done to appease a small group of people. Um, and in a fashion that, okay, well, we're going to do this. We'll make this law. And then to kind of, you know what? Okay, but yeah, but we'll kind of make it better with this law. And then that one, then we'll go that law. And the next thing you know, you're paying three different types of gas taxes. They're all just called differently, you know? So we'll see. We'll see where this all leads to. Hopefully the, this this could get figured out because there's a lot of industries that are going to be affected that I don't think a lot of people understand yet. Um, but, you know, we'll see. You know, when uh, when you're tired of cutting your lawn and you want to hire a landscaping company and what used to be one hundred dollars a month is now six hundred dollars a month because, well, they got to buy a whole new fancy truck with charging equipment on it. You will understand why the small uh, internal combustion engine was such a big deal. So anyway, on that note, what else? Let's see what else we got to talk about. I think that's it. Yeah, I think we're good. So. Moral of the story, jump on over to the Chasing Waypoints website. Go ahead and jump on and sign up to the bivouac. 
uh, forum and let's get uh, let's get that party going. Let's see what we can uh, what we can shake loose. Like I said, I hope uh, hope we can get more and more and more people involved in this sport. Get more people uh, excited about participating in their first rally. Uh, build that support group as people go to that first rally to make sure you know they don't feel alone. That is the the end game. So that is what we are going to do. That is what we're going to leave the show on. And with that being said, see ya. All right, that is a wrap for the Chasing Waypoints podcast this week. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you like what you heard. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Also, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook under Chasing Waypoints, Instagram, Chasing Waypoints underscore official, and, of course, the YouTube under Chasing Waypoints. Hope everybody has a good week. We will see you guys for the next episode. Remember, shiny side up, and don't forget to tag us. We want to see where you guys are riding and what you guys are up to. Have a great week.